The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good afternoon and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, if you've not had a chance to check out the flavor of the Sexy Cool Lounge, I do advise that you go to www.sexycoollounge.com. And we have episodes between one and 41, with this being episode number 42. And I'm sure that there's something there that will fuel your soul. We've had some amazing guests over the last year, some insightful episodes and some inspiring topics. So I'm sure that there's something that will uh, resonate with you. So as always, you can always check us out on Instagram at Sexy Cool Lounge and most of your podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we're there. iHeartRadio, give us a follow. Check us out. We'll definitely follow you back. So today, I want to talk to you guys about commitment, staying focused, and looking towards the future, right? Now, we're in the second month of the year, and typically by this time, if you've made any type of resolutions, if you've decided that you were going to do something different, this is about that threshold where Things get to be a little challenging. The newness has worn off and it's all about the true commitment to what you said you were going to do. So I want to read something to you guys real quick. And it says commitment is staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left you. Right. I want you guys to think about that for a little bit. So my guest today is somebody that's going to help us not only understand the meaning behind that, but she's going to also give us some useful tips and tools to stay on our path, to stay on our focus, all right? So she's the manager over at Crunch Fitness here in the United States, East York, Pennsylvania. I want you guys to please give a warm welcome and a listening ear Miss Sarah, the manager over at Crunch Fitness. Sarah, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome today. I'm doing awesome so much. And uh, thank you for your time and your energy, uh, not only in what you do over at Crunch Fitness with people, but also just for uh, giving me some of your time to vibe on the show. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. So. As typical, um, there's a standard question that I ask all of my guests that come on. And so I will make sure that you get the same treatment. And the question is, Sarah, what does sexy cool mean to you? I think if I had to, I could probably sum it up in what I think it means in just one word. And that means confidence. To me, nothing's sexier, nothing's cooler than anyone that carries himself with confidence. And that could be... Physically, mentally, everything. So that's what I think. You know what? And, and the beautiful thing about that question is I have asked it 
a couple of hundred times. And I've had people around the world uh, send me their answers, email, they'll DM me on social media and give me their version of it. And the beautiful thing about it is no two answers have ever been the same. It's the same question asked all around the world, but I never get the same answer twice because it's all in the perspective of the person. And that's the unique beauty of that question. And it's why I ask that question because it's all about the perception of the person, which is really what Sexy Cool Lounge is all about. Sexy Cool is not about what you think others think of you. It is what you truly think of yourself, and then it's radiated out into the universe. So I really thank you for giving me your perspective on that and uh, allowing my listeners to see, again, a different uh, perspective on the question. So thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Ma'am. So I want to get into um, understanding commitment and focus. And like I said in the intro, we're in a new month of a new year. And typically around this time, if people have made uh, fitness resolutions or decided that they want to um, change their health and wellness or dieting or, you know, just, you know, whatever it is that they want to do from a fitness and wellness standpoint, somewhere around this portion of the year is when people start to say, ah, yeah, you know, they're not really gung-ho on sometimes what they started with at the beginning of the year because now the newness has worn off. So I want to bring you in and I want you to help us understand really what commitment is. Like if we're going to do this and we said to ourselves and we said it out loud, you know, that this is what I want to do. This is what I want to change. or this is what I want to improve about myself. Here's a goal that I'm setting for myself. You know, what does that really mean? And what does it mean? from a gratification standpoint, when we achieve it, but then also what are some of the tools that we can use to stay focused? And some of it doesn't always have to be big tools. It can be just everyday little things that help you get through to see the end of your accomplishment. That when you look back over it, it's the totality of those small everyday staying focused on your commitment. But at the same time, you see the bigger picture of it. So here's where I want you to help us understand. One, what is commitment? Two, how do we relate that over into staying focused moving forward in some of the things that we decided at the beginning of the year we wanted to do? Awesome. So let's take the commitment, the commitment portion first. Um, I think that fitness in itself translates to so many other things within your life. And if your mindset isn't there, if it's not right, if it's not ready to go, you're probably not going to achieve what you started out to achieve. So if we're not wrapping our minds around what it is that we want, what our goals are, and getting our mind ready to take the steps to do it, whether that's easy steps or hard steps, if we don't have our mind right going in it, we're already destined to fail. Actually, there was a famous bodybuilder that told that said, and this is something that I, I still use every day, whether it's something that's hard in my life or whether it's a really heavy lift that you're going for a PR. He said, if you envision yourself at the end achieving it, he would do it with his Olympic lifts, you will succeed. So I usually take that into my life. All right. If this is something that I want, I envision it, what it looks like at the end. 
and then say, what are the steps that I need to do to get there, right? Whether that's lifting, I need to take a deep breath, I need to set myself up for success, and I need to achieve it. Mentally, I know I'm strong enough to get through this hard part of my life. Mentally or physically, I know I'm strong enough to get through this lift. So I think your mindset is so important going into anything, whether, again, whether that's fitness or anything in your life. So part of the setting yourself up for success in the confidence standpoint is envisioning the success at the end of it in your mind, right? Absolutely. Okay. And if someone doesn't know how to envision something, let's just say their environment, let's just say, you know, they're, they're in a place where they hear what we're saying in this vibe session that we're talking about, but they don't know where to start. Can you, can you give us some basic tool sets to say, you need to envision yourself being successful or achieving this or whatever. So if someone really doesn't know how to do that, what, what, what are some of the basic steps to just say, here's a baby step to start with envisioning yourself reaching a basic goal? Absolutely. I actually love that you said baby step because I was going to make a reference to when you're a child, right? You don't know anything when you're a baby. You rely on the people around you to teach you, right? Your parents teach you how to talk or your brothers and sisters or, you know, they teach you how to walk. You watch things around you and you start to learn. It's the exact same thing when you come into the gym. Surround yourself with the people that know the things that you want to know. Ask questions. Don't be scared. I love when people come up and ask me, hey, how do I use this? Or what do I do here? Or, you know, these are my goals. What exactly do I need to do to get there? And don't be scared. It's not always a sales pitch for someone to say, ooh, I can do that for you. Here's what it costs. Genuinely, we are in the gym to help you. Most of us got in this business. Me personally, I got in this to help other people. I just genuinely love to help other people. I love when people come to me asking questions. Surround yourself with those people in the gym. And it's not always the fitness professionals. I'll tell you that know everything. I've learned a lot from, prof or from bodybuilders that have been in the gym. And I've learned it from all different types of people that are in this, in this environment. Just ask questions. Watch. Take as many classes as you can. Try as many different kinds of workouts if you can. If you don't know if you're doing something correctly, just ask. We're definitely here to help. So surrounding yourself with those people that can help you can also help you set those little goals to achieve the end goal of success. So I also think that, you know, goal setting, which we can get to, um, is extremely important, whether that's big goals or just very small goals for you to achieve. So now that we realize that we need to take the baby steps in order to achieve, mm -hmm. let's talk about that goal setting. So Sometimes, um, and I know from past bodybuilding life and personal training life and, and stuff like that, that, mm -hmm. like you said, goal setting is very important. You know, writing down your information, whether it's this is what I want to do over the next month or two months, or here's where I'm at today so that I can reflect back on it and see where my progress is. So what do you find is some of the most um common mistakes when people get past the, okay, I'm going to be committed to this and now they want to move forward. And then sometimes 
you'll find that people set unrealistic expectations. And when they don't meet those unrealistic expectations, they're now like emotionally um, in a place where they either feel defeated or they don't really want to carry on because they feel like the goal, which was unrealistic to begin with because they just didn't know is now like out of reach. So how do we put all of that in its proper priority and say, start here, here's what's realistic, here's what's really unrealistic for this time frame, if you're new, so on and so forth. And how do we just put a basic realistic timeline together? I'm not talking so much about a plan, but right. let's talk about the timeline. Cause I think sometimes people really set unrealistic timelines to what they want as an end result when they've never even gone down that road to begin with, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So I know this first one, most women will hate me for this, but I don't. The biggest deterrent for people to not stay with a program is they get on the scale every single day. And sometimes, yes, that can be extremely helpful. If you have, if you've been here and this is a very, very specific goal and you know, you're training for a bodybuilding competition, you probably have to be on a scale a lot. But if you are just starting out or you're just starting again, the scale can be the biggest deterrent for you. Because a lot of why is that? A lot of times people expect it to change overnight and it can change. Your weight can change three to four pounds in a day. In a day, depending upon what you eat, what you drink, other factors that go into that. And that's not healthy. You don't need to obsess about the scale. Take before pictures. Absolutely. Everybody hates it. But when they do it and they stick with the program and they look back, they're like, whoa, I am so glad I did. Because if you're doing a program that's really going to help you, your weight could stay the same, but your pictures and the inches around your waist, those can look dramatically different. And that is what you want, right? You want to be healthy and you want to look great. You want to feel sexy, cool. You want to feel confident, whatever it is that your goal is to how you feel. That's what's important to me. So I usually tell people to stay off the scale for one. As far as goal setting goes or, um, well, I'm going to take it back just a hair on that. So setting realistic goals is super important. Usually with my clients that I train, they come in or new people in the gym. This is what you see. You ask them, awesome, how many times a day or how many times a week do you think you're going to come? I'm coming every day. Oh, okay. Are you working out now? Nope, not at all. When was the last time you worked out? I was a college athlete, you know, 12 years ago. Awesome. All right. Well, maybe we start a little bit slower. What's your diet like? Oh, you know, I know what I have to eat, but I have to basically change everything dramatically and I'll get where I want to go. There are more times than not that I have that conversation with people and they expect that they're going to come to the gym every day and they're going to dramatically change everything all at once. Right. You know what happens? Those people are the ones that are most likely to drop off mm -hmm. because they're drastically changing their life and they get something called the workout flu after a couple days or a week and they, they physically, get ill and sick. And then they're like, Oh, I get out of the routine of coming and I'll go next time and I'll go next time. And 
that's usually what we tend to see as to why people don't come back. Because then they got sick, they got out of that routine, their mindset completely changed. And now, you know, it's a 365 days later and they're, you know, back to getting on their goals again. And they're going down that same cycle. And that's definitely not what we want. So as far as goal setting, I, I tend to have people start with different types of goals. So instead of saying, you know, it's great to say, I want to lose this much weight, or I want to do this, or, you know, I want to enter a competition, or I want to run a marathon. Those things are phenomenal. Those are great long-term goals, but small steps. I usually say, all right, we're going to start with one or the other. What's your diet like right now? Oh, it's not that good, but I know what I need to do. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just start with breakfast. Are you eating breakfast? No. Okay. Well, this week I want you to push to eat breakfast, have a protein, a complex carb and a fruit. That's what I want you to focus on for your breakfast. Great. And I want you to come in maybe three to four times this week. And I just want you to get used to coming in. Maybe we're just going to do cardio. Again, this is just for like the basic absolutely basic person just coming in mm-hmm. that maybe hasn't been working out lately. So I start with those small steps. All right, next week, we're going to introduce drinking more water. I want you to eat breakfast. We're going to drink more water. Now I'm going to show you a little bit of a weight workout. So those small steps in that process will actually help you to be able to stay more consistent because you've built your body up in a slower fashion and you're learning the tools, teaching people why these things are important are hands down one of the most important things to me that I want people to understand how they're supposed to eat for their body, what they're supposed to eat, what exercises are going to work for their body. All of that is so important to me that, you know, I want you to be successful. Remember, we got in this to help people. So I want to help people understand. Um, So those are my two big recommendations for people. Stay off the scale and start really slow. So when we talk about routines, and I heard you talk about this earlier, and I hear people all the time talk about routines. And whether it's a routine in fitness or the topic of, you know, purposes of you being on the show, but just routines in general. Mm-hmm. I think there is a mindset with regards to using that word in such a cavalier way that people don't understand really mentally as well as physically what it takes for there to be a routine. Like it takes a certain amount of time for your body and your mind to mentally understand a routine and that this will be a routine versus how quickly the body and the mind can get away from that routine and, and everything goes to hell in a handbasket. So can you just for a minute for the listening audience, help us understand what, what really is a routine in the sense of body consistency or mental consistency? How long does it take for us to get into a routine so that we can understand the value of if we miss or we start to slack off, how easily that routine, once it's been defined, can, can like be, you know, it yeah. get out of our grasp, so to speak? Absolutely. Um, so if we're starting from the beginning and like I said, getting into those routines a little bit slower is going to help you stay more consistent and that will help you with the longevity of being in a routine. Now it's important if you are super busy 
you know, I'm a full-time working mom with single mom with three kids, right? For me, I have to structurally plan out every single day. If you're just like that and your day is super busy, even if it's not that busy, schedule it into your day and hold yourself strict and accountable for it. If you, do, if you can't rely on yourself to hold yourself accountable, find a friend, find a buddy, whether they're coming with you or whether they're calling you just saying, hey, Jimmy, get your butt to the gym. Just making sure you're there. Yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, I'm guarantee your friends would be more than happy to do that for you. So staying, scheduling it into your actual schedule at the beginning will help you. It is a process and it might not be something that you love at first. Your body might be sore. You might be tired. Mentally, we can talk ourselves out of a lot of different things. But the cool thing about this process is when it starts to become routine and it is different for everyone. Um, you know, you're really excited at first. And if you take that excitement and use it to build a really great, healthy routine, it might take two weeks for you to say, no, I love this. I absolutely love this. And side note on that, I think that it's extremely important to find this area of fitness that you love. So it might be CrossFit for some, it might be Zumba, it might be pound, it might be bodybuilding. I always urge people to try as much as they possibly can, especially when they're just starting out, because they have to find those people that they actually really, the people that they love within that and the type of workout that they love that really works for them. And that's, that's important. And when you can find, and is what I hope I build here and, you know, anywhere else, um, a, a community of people that support you and have like-minded goals that is what is going to help you be successful. And then you have that accountability. And, you know, you, this is actually a really great place. I know I'm getting off topic a little bit, but it's a really great place to make new friends, build friendships and, um, you know, be really healthy in the process. Absolutely. So, not off on a little tangent there, but. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. Because it, well, it's all relative in the bigger picture of things because there's so many tentacles that can come out from, staying consistent, deciding that you want to do things differently in your health and wellness program, but to do it in a safe environment, to do it around people who are knowledgeable and who will help set you up for success. I think that's the, the root of where this all is, is that I want to I put this in a place where people can stay focused for success their own dreams and goals and the more information that they have in front of them we're setting them up for success and sometimes that is get out meet new friends you know experience new things within the gym life because you just never know what might excite that passion and that drive in your fitness goals so having someone like you come on and really help us understand is a benefit. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it, and, and I'm glad that you touched on the single mom mm -hmm. aspect of this, because there are a lot of single moms that listen to this program. And if they don't know how to start, mm -hmm. I'm glad that you touched on that because you can give them at least a template to say, here are the baby steps. Do not try to tackle this all at once, but, if I heard you correctly, there's some pre-planning. 
even if it's on the smallest of scales of pre-planning, there needs to be just a little bit of, okay, how is my day structured tomorrow? Or how am I going to structure my day today? But even just that little bit helps in the order of setting things up for success. So I appreciate you um, helping us with that. Um, And you also talked about hydration. Mm -hmm. So whether you're male, female, you know, younger or older, hydration to the body is essential. So can we kind of just like piggyback on that a minute and just really give us the importance of hydration and in what kind of hydration? Because some people say, oh, I I drink six sodas a day. I I get fluids in my body or I drink a lot of tea, which could also like, you know, make you dehydrated. So from your perspective, when you say hydration, what are we talking about and how much hydration on the basic level are, are we needing so that people don't have a misconception of, oh, I drink a lot of water. And then when you ask them, like specifically, oh, I drink two bottles of water. Yeah, well, right. If that's two 12-ounce bottles, that's only 24 oh, ounces. Yeah. But in their mind, well, I had two bottles a day. That, that's a lot of water for me. Help us understand when you say hydration, what does that mean in the bigger picture? And then on relative terms for the average person, what does that mean as far as consumption? So easiest way to know if you're getting enough water. You drink half of your body weight in ounces per day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you're getting a minimum of 75 ounces of water per day. So your 24 ounces with your two 12 ounces is just not enough. Get a little bit more. There's simple weird tips that I found that have helped me drink water. Um, Drinking out of a straw, nine times out of 10, when I tell people to get a cup with a straw, they're like, I don't know why that works, but it definitely works. And um, now here at work at Crunch, we have, uh, we've been going, there's all these different bottles everywhere. Honestly, we've just been getting the target and they have like the times on the side of the bottle. And I will be 100% honest. I thought that was a total like dumb gimmick, <laughs> but when you're in the busy, when you're busy at work, I sure, I know a lot of people can relate to this because I have this conversation all the time that when you're in the midst of work and you're busy and you're running around, you forget to drink water. If it's not a habit that you've had, you forget to drink it. So I actually went and got one thinking I'm deaf. I'm probably, these times are not going to motivate me on the side of the bottle, but I'm not kidding. Since I bought that thing a week ago, I have drank all my water in a day and it has kept me accountable. So you got to find those little tricks and know yourself well enough to say, Hey, those, those little timelines on the side of that bottle really work for me. Drinking out of a straw really works for me. So those are weird tips that I found that do work for people. Um, if you're a dude, it's okay. You can drink out of a straw. <laughs> uh, truth, but, truth be told, I, I do yeah. drink out of a straw from time to time. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. So, 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 so fellas, it, 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 is, it is sexy cool to drink out of a straw sometimes, fellas, right? So uh, I'll, I'll be the first to, to own that and admit that. All right. Um, Perfect. Re- real quick, though, uh, I know what you're saying about the visual focus yeah. about the water consumption, because I actually have a gallon jug that I carry around with me. And for those that know me, no, I, I don't I, I never leave home without it. It, mm-hmm. it has 
the timestamps on them from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's a gallon, and it yeah. is a visual reminder. And and I love the fact that you brought that up because whether you're drinking a gallon, a half gallon, uh, 32 ounces, or whatever, the point of the matter is the visual uh, thought process. When you look at it and you see that, oh, okay, it's 11 o'clock, and I'm behind. It gives you that visual reminder to say, hey, you, you got to, you know, keep up on this rather than just looking at a bottle and just saying, oh, yeah, let me take a couple of sips. If you know that your goal, like you said, is 32 ounces, 64 ounces, um, a gallon, whatever it may be, it's a visual reminder that says, hey, you, you need this small consumption between here and here. And it's so much easier to consume that small consumption on a regular basis consistently then to look up and say, uh-oh, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I only had one bottle, which was at nine. And now you're trying to douse into your body all this water in a short amount of time. I mean, just that's yeah. not healthy to do. But if you do it consistently, it's good on your bladder. It's yeah. just good on your kidneys and so on and so on. So, yeah. Uh, and, and if anybody that, that wants to check that out, um, you know, I bought mine on Amazon.com. You just go and you can just check them out there. I'm sure other places have them. Yeah. So, uh, but check out looking into um, a water jug that has the the timestamps on them. It, it's really helpful, and that's a useful tip that you brought to the table. Thank you so much for oh, that. Yeah. Um, let's talk real quick about eating. Yeah, just as important as it is to stay focused in on your goals. Mm -hmm. um, the complementary side dish to that, if you will, is what you put in your body and what you don't put in your body. And without getting too technical right now, yeah. just what are some of the misconceptions when people say, oh, I eat healthy versus maybe some of the things that they don't know that if they're trying to lose weight or if they're trying to do this in the gym, that certain things that they're eating are actually counterproductive and what right. they're doing. So they're kind of spinning their wheels and really not going where they think they should be because of some of the other things that are like impacting that from the side, if you will. Absolutely. So I, there are so many different ways of eating out there right now. And I like to, from the beginning, just take a standpoint with anybody of eating good whole foods consistently. You know, but if you find some sort of other thing, if keto works for you, or like I said, with if this class or this type of workout works for you, that's great. If this diet or this type of way of eating works for you, and that's what makes you feel good and gets you towards your goals, that's fantastic. I just want everyone to be happy and healthy. But like you said, with the water, now your muscle, muscle to put on your body is so important. Muscle is what speeds up your metabolism. It's what makes you look leaner, even though that scale might say that it's heavier still. But putting muscle on your body is not scary. Um, so I like to put that out there. And your, your muscles are made of protein and water, right? So hydrating is really important because your muscles need that to be able to function and repair. It also needs protein to be able to function and repair. And I think the biggest thing that people miss out on is consistently eating protein. I will say 99% of the time, women especially do not eat enough protein. So they're like, I had a salad or, you know, I had this or I ate a bar or I did that. Um, the more simple tips, 
the more you can prepare yourself with good whole food, the better. So I usually tell people that um, everything that you eat, whether it's a meal or a snack, needs to have some form of protein in it. Lean protein would come first. So like your lean chickens or tofu if you're vegan, you know, anything lean meat should come first. Processed meats like turkey or deli meats should be your second option. But again, you have to do what works for you and small changes will consistently help you over time, not dramatically changing everything all at once. So protein, adding that into your diet for sure. Um, Everything should have a protein, a healthy complex carb, and either a fruit or a vegetable is usually how I start. So let me me stop you there so that we can really um, help the listener understand. So when you say whole foods, give us some examples of what so if someone doesn't know, but they're really like vibing with this yeah. conversation and they're like, okay, I, I hear what you guys are saying. I'm yeah. going to try this. So when you say whole foods, yes. what, what does that mean to the average listener? So that when they go to their grocery store or they look into right. their cabinets or their refrigerator, they understand either this is whole foods or I don't have any whole foods and yeah. now I need to kind of start yeah. making sure I get some stuff. What, what is whole foods? And then also... What is the complex carbohydrates just on like the basic layman's term? So easiest tip. I know a lot of people have heard this, but shop around the outside of the store with the exception of the bakery and now the alcohol section that's also in Pennsylvania (laughs) because those are on the outside of the store. So, but shop around the outside of the store, your fruits, your vegetables are on the outside of the store. Your uh, butcher departments are on the outside of the store. Your dairies are on the outside of the store. Start there first. Those are good whole foods that come from the earth, come from animals, uh, things like that. Inside of the store, you're going to notice there's a lot of pre-made things. I'm not here to tell you that all pre-made things are bad. I think when you're in a pinch and you need to eat something, grab those healthier options like a protein bar or something like that. But the majority of your food, and if you really want to make a change, it has to start with what you eat and what you put in your in your body. And I'm going to give you this thing. At one of my certifications I was at, it was one of the very first ones I got when I was 20 years old. And um, this has resonated with me ever since. So he says, you go on the Oprah show when she was you know, on, and she has her Christmas giveaway, right? And she says, you get a Ferrari and you get a Ferrari and you get a Ferrari, right? Everyone just left with a Ferrari. But unfortunately, she didn't put any gas inside it. So you have to take it to the gas station, right? What kind of gas do you think that you're going to put in that car, Jimmy? Uh, If it's me and I got a Ferrari, I'm putting top line in there. That's right, your top line. So You get that. Heck yeah. So you treat a car better than some people might treat their body, right? You're putting top of the line. You're going to splurge. You're going to splurge for that top best gas to put inside your car, but you're going to go somewhere and put crappy food inside your body. Why does that car get better treatment than you give yourself? So that is a story I always tell people, and that really resonates with me. And I think that just helps change your mindset a little bit of, you know, you're absolutely right. How many things throughout the day do we put inside our body or do we give better treatment to besides ourselves, whether that's physically, mentally, 
what are we positively putting our mindset into and what are we negatively putting our mindset into? And again, it ties all right back to that mindset that you have at the beginning. So um, when you're picking your food choices, say, is this going to positively help me or is it not? And it's going to be more planning at first. It's going to be a little bit more work than normal. But once you get into that routine and once you understand what it is that's supposed to go in your body, what makes you feel good, what doesn't, it's going to be a game changer for you, hands down. And if you're not sure, ask. Yeah. Ask, ask somebody like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking to do this. I'm looking to do that. Or can you help me understand what are some of the food? I mean, just ask the question. You know, you don't you, you you don't have to do this by yourself. And there's so many people that once you start radiating that vibe of saying, I want to learn, I want to do better, I want to feel better. The moment you change that mentally, the universe is going to connect you with the right people who have no ulterior motives, but just want to see you set up for success. So if you're not sure what Whole Foods are, if you're not sure some of the things that you need to consume in order for your body to perform in its transition and just ask, you know, there are people out there who will give you the right answer rather than you assuming and you end up with the wrong answer or not an answer that is going to impact you positively. Right. Absolutely. 100%. Good deal. So over at the crunch fitness and your right. Um, I noticed that you guys have some, um, I don't know what, I, what, I, what do I want to call them? Um, you have some, some operations over there that most fitness places don't have. And it's one of the reasons why I love coming to your facility, uh, not only because of the staff that you have over there. And I always see you out on the floor. I always see your staff on the floor and it's clean you guys are always cleaning just from sanitational purposes and things like that. But you have some things over there that most other places don't have. And I wanted you to kind of highlight those um, because I think they're beneficial to people. If they know what they are, then they, they can apply them in their lives when they come into your facility. So can you speak on some of the things that you have over there that uh, I haven't seen in, in most, most places. So, can you talk about Definitely. that for a minute? Definitely. So we have a special area. It's called our rest and relaxation area. And a lot of times people don't realize that, you know, before and after your workout are just as important as during your workout. So um, ways that we warm up our body and ways that we cool down our body and recover are very important to the process as well. Um, so we have a couple different things. We have our hydro massage, which are pretty staple in a lot of different crunches. Um, hydro massage is just this really cool bed that shoots water at any pressure that oh. you want. Nice hot water. Oh. Who, who, I, I think, who are you telling? When I, I come, when I come to your facility, do I not start out with ten minutes and I end with yeah. ten minutes? So trust me, yeah. I yeah. love that bed. That's how you okay. Get your mind right, right. That's how you get, get your mind right. right. You said that yesterday, right? Okay. How I get my mindset right for this workout. So that's, that's awesome. So I mean, it is hands down so awesome so good i mean it really gets in like all those nooks and crannies helps you get ready however you feel like it mixes into your workout that's awesome um so we have hydro massage which is cool 
Um, we have a hydro float tank, which is a warm looking waterbed. It's so relaxing and it really helps with lower back pain. So I know a lot of my mamas out there that work out. We suffer from a lot of low back pain. You can get in that. You just float. Eat nothing else. It is 10 minutes that you get to just lay there and, you know, get your mind right for the rest of the day, for the next minute, whatever it is that you need. Um, and then I think two of our, it's kind of a new, newer emerging that I've, I've noticed that we have. So we have two different types of red light therapy and one I call the little spaceship. So it's our dry pod and you get in it and it's red lights that shine on you and it massages you and you just lay there again and you relax music plays, but red light therapy is actually said to help with, um, your skin at more of a cellular level. So it actually will help with acne, helps with scarring, helps with tissue repair in the skin. And I mean, the skin is the biggest organ on your body. So taking care of that is very, very important. So we have the dry pod, which I'm pretty sure none of the other crunches in the area have. I'm just going to throw that out there. And the other one that we have is the red light dry sauna or the red light sauna, red light therapy, sorry, as well. So that is, gets warm like a sauna. Um, but it also, again, has very similar red light therapy benefits that the dry pod has, but it's also heated. So it's just a big box. Um, we have a TV in there if you need it. Uh, you can sit in there. It's, not, it's different in a sauna in that the sauna is great to sweat. Sauna helps release toxins from your body, get all that out of there. But this one is a little bit different. And again, it hits you more at, on your skin, helps with that repair of your skin cells. So um, all different benefits here that really help. And you don't have to pay the big box price that you might have to pay for some of these things at other areas. So that's what's really about it and um i know that our our members really do like it absolutely so all of these things that we've talked about um yep. whether they're in the gym or out of the gym are things that will help you guys to stay focused to stay committed moving forward and your commitment should not have a time stamp on it if you're making a commitment then it should be a lifestyle change, right? So Miss Sarah has given us some very useful tools from top to bottom, food, hydration, training tips for beginners and so on and so forth that we can now use and apply in our everyday lives. Because at the end of it, it is a mindset change all. It is something that is going to improve not only your mental wellness, your physical wellness, but also your confidence as well, right? Mm -hmm. We're more confident about what we're doing. We're able to be more successful at getting it done, right? And she's allowed us the opportunity to really have a good toolbox, if you will, of those things. So let's make sure that we're using them. Let's make sure that we apply them in our daily lives. And let's make sure that for all of my listeners in New York, PA, Harrisburg, PA area, come on down. Check her out, Miss Sarah from Crunch Fitness East York. All right. So, Miss Sarah, if anybody has questions or if they decide that they want to come in um, to the East York facility 
you know, how do they contact you? What, what, what needs to happen? Talk to me. Absolutely. So two different ways. You guys are always more than welcome to call 717-430-8094 is the best way to reach us. Obviously, you're more than welcome to stop in. If you're in the area, you can come visit us. I'd be more than happy to show you around. Or you can always shoot me an email. It's manager at cruncheastyork.com. So if anybody wants to come see us, if you mention us, this podcast, Jimmy, I'd be more than happy to give you guys the best deal around for Mm -hmm. what, in my opinion, the best gym in York. Uh, I, I, I go to this gym, y'all. So I'm going I'm <laughs> to stand by what she's saying on it. All right. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Miss uh, Miss Sarah, it has been a pleasure having you in the Sexy Cool Lounge. And I hope you uh, had an enjoyable experience as well. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. And this was awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. And to uh, everybody else, what do I always do at the end of the show? I remind you guys to love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe, right? And let's always remember that even though we do not have as much as others, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy IV. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode.